Hey, Flower Tribe. Hey, Flower Tribe. Hey, Flower Tribe. Welcome to our One Son, Three Flowers podcast, Stories of Our Mothers, a wellness and self-care podcast designated to uplifting the voices of women of color. Author, self-love activist, educator, mother, and poet, Courtney Brookins will help you bloom into your best self and encourage you to make self-care part of your daily practice. Join the tribe as we embark on a journey of healing, mothering, womanhood, and collectivism through the ancestral practice of storytelling. Whether you're looking for an infinity space, sisterhood, or mommy tribe, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, mother, and self-care enthusiast, Courtney Brookins. Whether you're a girl boss, everyday woman, tired mama, or just in need of some you time, our mindfulness success sessions are engineered to get you to deepen your practice of self-care. We individually customize your session to empower your individual needs. Empowerment is only a click away at one son three flowers.com that's o-n-e-s-u-n the number three f-l-o-w-e-r-s dot com hello everyone and as promised we are back with part two of the episode with jolinda johnson who is a women's health coach life coach and goddess, priestess, woman of all things. So let's go ahead and catch ourselves back up. Um, if you did not hear part one, pause the recording now, go play part one, and then come back. Because in that episode, Jalinda filled us with so much information related to balancing our hormones, healthy periods, and how we can really just make sure that we are showing up for ourselves uh, holistically. So if you did not hear part one, press pause. But if you already heard part one and you've been waiting on part two, wait no longer because we are here, baby. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. It does. And, you know, I... I know that you talk about diet and emotions also impacting the body and the cycle. Um, An herbalist that I follow, you know, socially made a post, which she received a lot of backlash for. Um, But she stated that, you know, people who are eating raw or Mm -hmm. alkaline vegan diets tend to have not have cycles or have very light cycles because it's a, a, a reflection of the womb being in good health mm-hmm. and the body not being toxic and actually the cycle being a reflection of toxicity. In your expertise, would you support that claim or would you would uh, refute it? Support that. No. Okay. Um, is she actually saying that, that it's okay to have no cycle or to have a light cycle? She I mean, a light period. I'm sorry. She's saying to have no cycle or to have a light. Mm-hmm. She's saying to have no cycle or a light cycle if you are eating a well balanced alkaline diet then it is actually healthy. The reason the body has a cycle is an example of your body being in a, in a toxic the state. why you have a period 
is because your body is in a toxic state. Is that what you're saying? Is that what she claimed? Okay. So yes. yeah, I'm going on the record is absolutely refuting that. Um, not having a period okay. is your body saying, okay, something is, something is so wrong that obviously you can't reproduce right now. It's basically your hypothalamus, who's like the CEO, um, making this decision that things need to start shutting down because you're, you're in a state of stress. You're in a state of danger. Something's not happening that needs to be happening. So what functions do we need to start cutting down on? And menstruation is one of those. It's called hypothalamic amenorrhea mm. is what it's called. It's, and it's something that, um, you know, once it happens, some women struggle for, for years to get their cycle back. A lot of times it's right when they want to have children, actually. Um, and it's associated with anorexia, but it can actually happen anytime when we're creating an energy deficit. So um, either when we are eating um, less and uh, eating too little and exercising too much, for example, or another thing that can cause mm -hmm. it is when we do not include enough carbohydrates in our diet. That also sends off an alarm to the hypothalamus that maybe we shouldn't be menstruating right now. So that's why we also have to be really careful with these ultra low carb diets um, because um, whole grains, um, starchy vegetables, you know, I, I myself don't eat grains because of, um, you know, my autoimmune disease. But, um, you know, if you tolerate grains, um, starchy vegetables, fruits, um, you know, we need these things as well. We, but mm -hmm. most importantly, <laughs> we need cholesterol and, and fat and protein mm. as, you know, in, when we talk about hormonal balance, you know, pre pregnenolone, which is known as the mother hormone, you know, that's made from cholesterol. So if your cholesterol is go is below what it needs to be, then you're basically, you know, you're robbing your body of the building material that, that it needs to fabricate all of these hormones. And that's why, you know, experts that talk about mm -hmm. hormone health say you need to include sources of saturated fat, like grass fed butter, like extra virgin coconut oil, um, you know, avocados, which don't have cholesterol, but they are a source of healthy fat. Um, that a lot of women fear, fear the fat. And actually, no, it's the protein and the fat and the fiber that when we're talking about hormonal balance, all three need to be there. Um, and so, yeah, I will also say, Courtney, by, you know, I have experience with this because I, um, okay. I was raw food vegan in my 20s. Oh, yeah. wow. So you, okay. So no. this is not just what you know from work, but this is also yes. what you know yeah. directly was, from your I diet. Was, um, I was mm -hmm. vegan for, uh, I think five years. I was vegetarian for 10 before that. Then I was raw vegan for a year. And, um, it was in that year of being a raw vegan that, um, I lost my, my period and I was really proud of it because I thought, okay, great. This means that I am officially thin. 
because everything that I that I knew about nutrition was through that lens of weight loss. How can this help me lose more weight? And for me, raw veganism was like, oh, you know, everyone who's a raw vegan is thin. So this must be it. And Uh so with no respect for my body, Uh um, and actually I, um, when I was a raw vegan, I fell and went to the hospital and they did a, a scan and they said, you know, your bones shouldn't have fractured this easily. Are you eating enough? Um, and, you know, that's one of the really important mm. things about having a menstrual cycle is that when we ovulate, that's our body's way of producing progesterone. And progesterone has protective effects when it comes to bone health later on in life. So if we are not menstruating, we are not ovulating. Mm-hmm. And we are not, we are robbing ourselves of that progesterone. And that's another thing that taking birth control often mm. does as well. You're not producing and- optimal amounts of progesterone either. So, you know, it's like the, the, the big picture, the, the really big picture, like uh-huh. this is the crazy thing is that we don't talk about menopause and thereafter, even though it happens to everyone. <laughs> and we don't talk about it. Yeah. 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 No, it's very necessary conversation and diet is definitely one. So if there's someone's listening who is raw vegan, which I am not, I've never had the courage to go that far. But since you shared your personal experience, were you able, what did you have to do to bring that cycle back? This is not, I'm not recommending that anyone does this. (laughs) Obviously, when I, when I explain how I got my period back, um, you'll understand why, but um. So as I said, when I was raw vegan, I was, I was anorexic. I was very sick. Um, when I say sick, I mean, uh-huh. I, you know, my, I didn't see my body as it really was, um, you know, huge body dysmorphia, uh, huge control issues. Um, and when I moved to Barcelona in 2009, I, um, I was still a teacher at that point. And, um, it was just a very, it was a very stressful job and I was constantly being observed. I was uh-huh. given classes that, um, had behavioral issues that, um, my director wanted me to take over. And, um, you know, I taught in high need schools in, in, or a high need school in New York city. So I was used to classroom management. Um, but I was constantly being watched and because I was such a perfectionist and my work was me, you know, I hadn't learned how to separate those two. You know, my, my value is, my, is, is how well I can perform. And so uh-huh. I realized I had to start eating again because I couldn't, I couldn't function the way that I needed to for my job and starve at the same time. So I started eating. Okay. And I started eating, you know, normally. But then I started gaining weight. And because I had such a twisted relationship with my body, even though I was, you know, normal weight for me, that was just like, okay, failure. You're, you're, you know, fat, fat failure Uh as if, you know, fat even has anything to do. I mean, that's just such a absurd word to me, you know, in terms of like judging oneself as if it's an indication of anything. Um, 
but at that time, mm-hmm. you know, we're t- this is back in 2009. That was for me, it was just, well, I'm worthless. I've gained weight. I like obviously can't. I'm all of the self-talk. And so then I just, well, if I'm, if I'm already fat, which I wasn't, you know, just to put this in context, I was saying that to myself when I was about a size six, because I, I was, I had come from a size zero. Okay. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, then I just started okay. eating. I, I started eating all of the um, high sugar inflammatory foods that I had deprived myself of um, because I didn't know how to behave around food anymore. And because I was stressed, you know, you get a dopamine hit when you eat, when you eat sugar. That's why it's so addictive because you need that, you know, stress relief, so to speak, you know, we naturally crave sugar and salt Uh um, when we're stressed out. And so I just, I, I started numbing myself with food um, and binging, you know, so I gained 50 pounds in 12 months and maybe even less. It was, you know, it was an extreme. Um, And my period came back a year after that. So I was without my period for three years. Um, It came back a year after I gained the 50 pounds. Um, And so... Okay. It's basically my, you know, despite the fact that I was eating um, all of, you know, the inflammatory foods, which I would not recommend anyone eat, um, it did help me to gain the weight that I, that my body needed so that it could get its cycle back. Um, if you are experiencing hypothalamic amenorrhea, like, you know, don't go to the junk food. I see a lot of women doing that, to be honest, um, cause, because it does, mm-hmm. as I said, you can have you can experience hypothalamic amenorrhea and not be anorexic um but because a lot of times they go hand in hand um you know i see women who kind of go off the deep end with the things like the you know the cereal and the cookies and and it's like well i've got to gain weight so but there are other ways um that don't put so much stress on your body Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. Cause I know that, that there's a level of transparency there and I really appreciate, um, your transparency and your own well, I think direct a lot experience. Of people, um, you know, Courtney, to be honest, at this point in my life, I'm here to, I'm here to share and here for other women to learn from. I'm here to ease suffering. And when you feel like you are alone mm-hmm. in your experience, that's 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 a tremendous form of suffering because you're not it's just that mm. a lot of people aren't willing to talk about their experiences but you know i'm sure that um you know i'm not the only one who's 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 dealt with um eating disorders and i'm de- i'm definitely not the only um woman of color who's dealt with eating disorders even though you we you know you don't see many of them but you know, we're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, for sure. You know, I don't benefit from keeping these things to myself. Nobody does. Mm. Yeah. No, our um, experiences are also our testimonies that are necessary to empower and uplift people. So, yeah, thank you for saying that. 
And um, I know one last question I would like to ask you. We're in a space of, well, there's a lot of different things going on. Some countries and states are still shelter in place. Some are coming out. But nonetheless, you know, at globally, we've been in a pandemic, which has created high levels of stress for women um, all over yeah. the world, really. And I know that there have been a lot of issues with mental health, but you've also very clearly outlined the connectivity between mental and emotional health yeah. and hormonal imbalance. So in a, in a time period like this, in a pandemic, would you expect to see clientele, women, people experiencing hormonal imbalances? And if so, what are some things that people can do to support themselves in the midst of um, global yeah, chaos? Absolutely. Um, you know, especially when it comes to um, PMS and painful periods, um, those are probably on the rise. Um if you have PMDD, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, um, I'm guessing that that is also going to be, you know, more of an issue. Um, and, you know, PMDD isn't a hormonal imbalance, but um, it is something that women who have, like myself, we, you know, really need to learn how to manage it. For some of us, that involves medication. I'll just be, you know, clear about that because like I said, I don't shame the birth control pill and I don't shame medication either because um, there are, there are women who, despite doing all of the diet and lifestyle changes still need something and that should not be shamed. Yeah. Because I, mm -hmm. because I um, actually know you know, a woman who took her own life because she wanted to, she refused to, to, to take the medication because she, she thought, well, I'm doing all mm. the stuff that they recommend. So I should be able to handle it. And sometimes mental illness needs medication. Um, I just wanted to say that because, mm -hmm. you know, in the natural health world, it's, it's, a, it's really, I think we sometimes do harm in that department. You know, um, because, mm -hmm. you know, I, um, I definitely believe in the power of diet and lifestyle. But if the, you're doing everything to support yourself in those areas and you're still having, you know, um, these, you know, recurring issues that disrupt your life, then it's okay to seek help. You know, mm -hmm. it's okay. Um, but in, Absolutely. in the case of the pandemic, I think, you know, I'm in Spain. So <laughs> we were on total lockdown for eight weeks straight. We could not leave our apartments except to go to the supermarket or the pharmacy and if we did, and we were found walking outside for no reason, it was, you know, 300 euro fine beginning, you know, like that was the starting. Mm. Um, and when you are used to having your own time and space, especially as a mother, you know, um, 
there's been just so much pressure to keep everything going as it was when that's impossible. Um, uh-huh. Depending on where you are in your menstrual cycle as well, you know, in the in the first half, we are a lot more optimistic and nurturing and giving of our time to other people. And in the second half, we need that space for ourselves. And when you cannot have that space because you can't leave your home <laughs> and you have, you know, one, two or three little right. people who are constantly asking for attention when you just need you know, me time, um, it can be really challenging because, you know, um, it's homeschooling, it's taking care of their needs while you also need to address your own. Um, it's right. Not having that time to even breathe sometimes. Um, and you know, as a single mom myself, Mm -hmm. um, there have definitely been moments where I, you know, I run my business online and I'm the, I'm the provider for my son. Um, and so there have been times mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, I need to be, I need to take care of my business because if, if not, then I can't provide for my son, but I need to take care of my son because if not, then, you know, I'm not a good mom. And, but it, like, if I'm not bringing in money, then what does that mean? You know, it's just like, some days you just want to cut yourself in two. Mm-hmm. And so um, for anyone right. listening, breathe, you know, in all seriousness, learn some basic breathing techniques, even if it's as simple as breathing more deeply, slowing your breath down in those moments where it's, everything's just coming at you all, in, all at once, you know, practice deep belly breathing. That's That activates your parasympathetic nervous mm-hmm. system. Um, another one is box breathing. If you want to, you know, Google that, um, uh, four, seven, eight breathing is another good one that you can do anytime, anywhere, but it will get you out of that, um, fight or flight mode. Um, another one that's really easy, you know, it, it might sound kind of ridiculous, but if you place the palm of your hand on your forehead and, and your other hand, um, just, um, below the base of your head and, breathe like that for 30 seconds that can also get you out of fight or flight mode because it brings the blood back up from your extremities um okay. 10 minutes of yoga can make a difference um seven minutes you know like the seven minute workout you do, you if you do on youtube you know search youtube seven minute workout there are so many different seven minute workouts even that um can make a difference to your mood you know, a lot of times we think of exercise for the, you know, benefits to our, you know, our physique, but benef- um, exercise has tremendous benefits for our mood as well as our hormonal balance. Um, I will often do, you know, I'll go to the bathroom and I'll do um, 10 push ups <laughs> or 20 squats or, you know, I'll try to get movement in that way. Um, and mm-hmm. supporting yourself through, your diet is key because, um, you know, this is why Mm -hmm. I don't drink anymore, Courtney. I don't drink anything because I discovered last year that even after having one glass of red wine, 
which we're all told is, you know, beneficial. And I'm not saying that there aren't benefits, but for me, the costs were much greater because just after one glass, trouble sleeping and anxiety. Uh-huh. And it wasn't in the uh-huh. moment of drinking. It was, you know, two or three hours later when all of a sudden my mind's racing and alcohol does disrupt sleep. It does prevent you from getting into the deeper stages of sleep. So, um, you know, discipline is key right now. But for a lot of us who don't know how to manage our stress and seek comfort in other things besides you know, what I, you know, I think it's Glennon Doyle who talks about the easy buttons, you know, um, it's really easy to say like, okay, like I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to soothe myself with sugar. I'm going to soothe myself with alcohol. Um, I'm going to soothe right. myself with, with Netflix. Okay. But, you know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you're actually making it even harder for your body to, to be in balance and for your moods to be in balance. And so looking at like, how can I support myself with a routine, you know, in times when everything is uncertain, that's when we really need to ground into a supportive routine. Things that I can like, what are the bookends of my day before the kids get up after they go to sleep? Like, how am I taking those times to look after myself? to nurture myself, to sit for 10 mm-hmm. minutes at my, you know, in, I recommend every woman has a sacred space in her home, you know, an altar where she can just sit and be and reflect and be surrounded by things that inspire her, rest her eyes on, on beauty mm-hmm. and know that she's safe mm-hmm. just in her existence, not in her productivity. Yeah. Um, so really i love that be safe in your existence and not in your productivity like that is a quote and that is something to (laughs) meditate on you heard it here first (laughs) Um, so yeah yeah and it's and and self-compassion self-compassion you know i i take regular Mm -hmm. self-compassion breaks and it's based you know the three elements of self-compassion are mindfulness common humanity and um and kindness so you know uh-huh. this is a moment of difficulty or if that doesn't resonate with you this is effing hard <laughs> you know <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> yeah you know there's um, to get that but mm-hmm. moments like this are part of life or everyone's going through this right now Mm -hmm. this is nothing hard for everyone right now because that's the truth you know that's the truth that's the common humanity right um and then what words of kindness do you need to offer to yourself you know i i i put my hand my hands Mm -hmm. or my hands on on my heart and and i breathe and i i say you know jalinda you're doing the best you can right now it's going to be okay you are a good person, you're a good mother, you'll get through this. Because the alternative, you know, so mm-hmm. what we tell ourselves is a story, right? So the alternative story is, yeah, this should be easy. Why isn't this easy? 
you know, denial of reality. Like I need to be doing better. Why aren't I doing better? This is all my fault. I did right. wrong. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. a bad mother. I'm a bad person. You know, I mean, yeah. And this sounds so the hard, stories we keep telling like, ourselves. You know, you're such a loser. Um, and so then, mm-hmm. you know, our, our, we turn up, we turn up a volume on our inner critic, and then instead of taking action to improve the situation, we hide in those things that provide us comfort, but but that ultimately take away from our health mm. and our vibrancy. You know, so I feel like I'm a horrible mother. So that doesn't actually inspire me to be a better mother. What what it what it does is make me just feel ashamed and want to hide and numb. But if I say I'm a good mother, right. but I'm having a bad day right now, you know, everyone has bad days, but I'm a good mother. Breath, let's take a moment mm-hmm. and try again because every moment mm-hmm. is an opportunity to choose differently. How can I be there for my son right now in the circumstances right. that have been placed in front of me? How can I, prove to myself in this moment that I am a good mother because I know that I am. Is it that I need to treat myself with more kindness? Mm -hmm. I need to treat him with more kindness. Is it that I need to apologize? Because a lot of times it's like, we just need to apologize. And then our kids are like, I know mom. Right. (laughs) But it makes all the difference in the world. And then also not just apologizing yeah. to our children, yeah, but to ourselves for absolutely. the things and we're holding on to. Tense, I had a tense night mm-hmm. with my son last night. Um, and when that happens, I, I sit because he's he's five. And so, you know, sometimes it happens and I mm-hmm. call it the grumps. And um, I said to him yeah. this morning, you know, Leonard, I'm sorry that I had the grumps last night. And he put his arms around me and said, Mom, mm-hmm. don't worry. The grumps don't like love. I'll just give you more love. And you'll be happy. Oh, my God. You know, and I love that. It's like, my, that's what I, I referenced my son. And, you know, he is pure love. He is pure love and compassion. He sees me every day with a fresh set of eyes and says, Mom, I love you. And... You know, he'll say, I love you more than chocolate. I love you more than TV. <laughs> oh, know? my. That's some serious love right there. You know, that's how he sees oh my me. God. That's how he sees me. That's how I choose to see myself. You know, um, mm-hmm. and every, every day is a, an opportunity yeah. to choose differently. Beautiful. Um, but you can only do as much as you can do. I love that. And that is a perfect, perfect, perfect way for us to end our segment. And Delinda, thank you so much for agreeing to join me on the podcast today. It has truly, truly been a pleasure. So before you go, two things I would love for you to leave our listeners with. One is Mm -hmm. absolutely any contact information that people who are seeking your services would like to connect with. And then two, if there were a few words that you would want them to, words of wisdom that you would either want 
girls or women to take away from this segment um yeah could you so please also leave those as well me, um is my facebook group the rebel woman health collective um i have a website jolindajohnson.com but if you really want to connect with me get my attention learn about me and connect with women who also um share my my vision and my vibe then i highly recommend joining my facebook group um the rebel woman health collective and i'm also on instagram at coach jolinda and facebook uh, at coach jolinda as well um words of wisdom befriend your body Treat your body as, as a friend, someone that. that you are curious about, someone that you love unconditionally, that you treat with the utmost respect, and that you are willing to give a second, a third, a 50th chance to, even if they don't perform the way that you want, you know, you're willing to see the best in them always. And... Be easy on yourself. That's beautiful. Thank you, Jalinda. And to all of our listeners, make sure that you visit our show notes where the the contact information to the Rebel Woman Collective, her website, Facebook, and Instagram will all be listed underneath so you can connect with her. And again, Jalinda, thank you so much for visiting the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast. (laughs) oh you're so welcome and try make sure that you continue to tune in weekly we have new episodes premiering every wednesday and until next time make sure you bloom into your best self one sun three flowers is a one-stop shop for the entire family Our mother-daughter clothing brand promotes self-care, unity, and wellness for the entire tribe through apparel. We created the One Sun Three Flowers shop a few years ago when we challenged ourselves to create clothing that promoted self-care, self-love, and wellness and help you connect to your highest self and your tribe. Head to the onesunthreeflowers.com shop and save 20% when you use the code podcast 2020 that's o-n-e-s-u-n the number three flowers dot com and save when you use the code enjoy flower tribe thanks for listening to the One Sun Three Flowers podcast. Check out show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.onesunthreeflowers.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We want to connect with your tribe. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. And remember to bloom into your best self.